Welcome to Metabytes Podcast. I am Noelle. And this is Rachel. And we are going to be discussing all things metaverse, from cryptocurrencies to NFTs to blockchain technologies to dApps and DAOs and smart contracts and everything in between. Be sure to share the episodes you like on social media and tag us at metamasterminds.io on Instagram. We will always repost you and you can also DM us questions that we will answer in the next episodes. And you can also join us in our Discord community, Meta Masterminds, and on Clubhouse, where we have extended discussions and we answer questions. Also, we have specially curated content on there. Be sure to follow on social media and subscribe to Metabytes Podcast now so you are notified of each new episode. We both look forward to enjoying this ride with you into the metaverse as we soar into 2022 and beyond. Now for the show. Hello and welcome to Metabytes. This is episode five. It is Wednesday, January 19th, 2022. And I am Noelle. And this is Rachel. And wow, wow, wow. We have some really exciting, interesting things to talk about today. Uh, we we have a few really cool announcements also. Yes. <laughs> a lot has happened in the last 24 hours. You know, you just never know what can happen in 24 hours. Uh, and very often it can be a lot of things. So we have uh, some really exciting, interesting things to talk about today. We're going to try not to use the word interesting. <laughs> I am definitely overusing that word. I have to watch it. You know what? By the way, Rachel, my cousin pointed out one time uh, that I that I say literally a lot right oh, and I also yes and I'm the not the only of one the word literally yeah and the minute he pointed that out to me I'm not kidding you I I did I was I became aware of the fact that I probably say it every other word and it made me so self-conscious of saying it that I had to stop saying it now and then I noticed everybody says it all the time I wasn't the only one it was like now, all I could hear from everyone is literally when they talk. Okay. So what I would like to say is that we should start saying figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's good. I'm down. I'm down for figuratively. I feel like it has multiple meanings. I like Yeah. That. So figuratively, it takes 10 to 11 hours for a yacht to go from Puerto Rico to Miami. <laughs> Oh, we did look that up from yesterday because you asked, you asked how long would it take for us to get to Puerto Rico from Miami on a yacht? So I, and I the did... reason, <laughs> and I, I'm, I swear to God, I'm going to learn how to not talk over you. Um, the reason why, if you didn't listen to yesterday's podcast is because uh, Puerto Rico is not uh, doing this almost 40% on capital gains tax that that the U.S. is um, on crypto. So we're seeing a huge migration of crypto investors to Puerto Rico. So uh, yeah, we're, we're on our way. Yeah, we're on our way. It's not that far by boat. It's actually only three hours by plane, but really by boat, it's 
hey, when you're on the right yacht, who cares, right? Like, it could if it took four days, who cares? You know, we're pretty much just going to dock the yacht at our yeah. waterfront mansion and pretty much stay on the yacht anyways. Yeah, so. for sure. I like being rocked to sleep, so I'm ready. Same, girl. Same. (laughs) We're just on that frequency, that yacht frequency. Could you sleep in a hammock? I could. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. We'll have to have a lot of hammocks on our Puerto Rican estates, okay? Uh (laughs) Yeah, and and I I guess the ship will have to be docked out of Puerto Rico. We'll make it like a... When you when you buy, what are we gonna name it? Yeah, what are we gonna name? Oh, I already have a feeling. I know, um, but it could we'll be... call it Open Sea. It, open Sea. <laughs> well, that might, or we could just call it Metabytes. We could call it Metabytes. Or we got a big bite out of. <laughs> we we took a big chunk bite. Big Metabytes. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. this space. I love mm-hmm. what's happening in this space. I love the innovation that's happening in this space. Actually, that kind of reminds me of something that I wanted to talk about today, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, I'd love to it. jump into something that I read about how efficient um, mining crypto is becoming um, in the last few years, you know? Mm. Um, okay. Yeah. You see, basically, um, everything costs, everything that, uh, that is monetary costs something in energy to create Mm -hmm. that monetary, that, that monetary symbol. Um, and, and, and that in and of itself is something that makes it like intrinsically valuable. Mm -hmm. Right. So like, just for example, you know, a diamond, a diamond is worth a lot of money. Why? Well, because of the chemical components that make it. Yes. But also where it is, you have to actually mine it. You have to go into the mines. You have to physically use a ton of um, energy to get yourself to that mine as far as gas for the car to get you there. Um, Electricity for the drills to drill into the earth. The manpower is energy um, to actually get that diamond. So all of that energy um, is part of what makes that diamond so valuable, how you mine it. And in the same way, mining crypto, um, Bitcoin specifically, um, as far as this article goes, um, has also been something that governments have kept an eye on, government have been keeping an eye on the energy that's being utilized to create the 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 crypto and to create the bitcoin and so um what we're seeing is a a a very quick progression in the efficiency of the energy used for crypto mining and um i mean we're talking uh, uh from what they had projected it to be um we're seeing so much so much better um retention of the machines and efficiency as far as the amount of energy required by those machines to operate okay so what this means is that these regulate like these regulatory companies and and organizations that have been trying to say that bitcoin or not bitcoin but 
te technically Bitcoin because it was one of the first ones to really cryptos to really come out. Um, that Bitcoin uh, is generating like all of this e waste, right? And mm. and actually, we're and that was uh, that was presented to the U.S. House of Representatives. And this article that I that I came across is talking about how that memo literally get this Noel. It contains figures relating to the e-waste from mining that we quote know to be false quoting from uh this uh nick carter uh, uh co-founder of coin metrics so they were literally stating statistics about mining crypto that were they were bold-faced lies and um you know they were pre i guess how they're angling it is that they were projecting that the that the uh that the mining would generate all of this e-waste um but they were wrong because the machines are actually working much much better working much much longer than they had originally predicted and they have also the technology has also been um improving so much so that they have uh they've been able to uh cut down on their energy use in the last eight years like so so much so that bitcoin mining energy is only 0.142 percent compared to the entire world's total energy so, so so this is interesting there we go but i i do find it interesting because basically i didn't even know there was a bitcoin mining council so like there's this is a really big massive industry uh and People are making a lot of money in this industry, but also it sounds like they're making a lot of headway. So what does this actually mean for the people mining? Are they making more money? Are they are people paying going to pay less fees? OK, so, well, I um, all right. So there's actually another article that goes uh, into your question a little bit more. Um, so I'm going to tell you that. But before I leave this one really quick, I just want to leave you with this stat. In the last eight years, Bitcoin mining technology has become 5,814% more efficient. Wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh. All right. So that's that. And then um, as far as what you're asking, which is, um, does that make it more affordable for the miners? Um, of course it does, because they're the ones who have to pay for the electricity in order to mine it, in order to mine the crypto. And also... Um, the the other thing that I wanted to talk about was uh, this um, this uh, this securities regulation that they're calling for um, as uh, for Bitcoin mining a Bitcoin mining ban um, in the um, in the EU. Um, so I, so in Europe uh, we have specifically out of um, Sweden. Uh, the European Securities and Markets Authority, uh, the Director General of Sweden's Financial Services Authority, um, this guy, his name is Eric Thieden, and he claims that Bitcoin mining has now become a quote-unquote national issue for Sweden. So this is literally kind of like the same thing that we saw in the United States last year where they were bringing these false numbers to the house of representatives well this guy eric is uh stating that bitcoin mining has become a national issue as far as energy they're talking about this is this all goes back to energy and that uh that they want to they want to ban 
um, they want to ban mining. Uh, at least put some kind, they basically what they want to do is they want to ban proof of work. And what they're saying is that proof of stake has a significantly lower energy profile. And we need to have a discussion about shifting the industry to a more efficient technology. So it sounds like really what you're saying, Rachel, is that it, this is just at the bottom line is this is all about control Mm -hmm. and all of these, all of these infrastructures that have been in place for decades and decades and decades, they're all getting, they're all getting shaken up. They're all getting challenged. They're getting a run for their money right now. And like reading through all that BS is basically like they're trying to find more and more ways to control all the people that are becoming more uh, independent off of the systems. And, I mean, that's kind of what I read through the line. You're a hundred percent. You're, you know, you're totally seeing what's going on here, which is they are, because it is an unregulated, deregulated industry, they are, what we're seeing are governments and organizations trying to go an environmental route to block the creation and the mining. Mm-hmm. Um, the creation of crypto and the mining of crypto. And so actually compared to um, uh, the world, uh, 59% of uh, global bit miners, Bitcoin miners now use sustainable power. <laughs> so the whole argument is just nonsensical as it is. It, they actually have a chart here which shows the amount of energy needed Um, for our different types of currency and the banking system our current banking system is up at around 250 and bitcoin is down around 100 100 110 maybe and that we're talking about energy consumption um uh, watts per year so you're talking about banking as having you know a good more than double estimated annual annual energy consumption than Bitcoin. And yet here we have regulatory organizations coming after Bitcoin. <laughs> well, that's, the, uh, that's the, that's the funny part about this. Like, I, I mean, it, it, it's just, it, it's really utter insanity. Yeah. And I think anybody with a brain, which is really why I like this industry at this whole entire industry is, is built on people, very built with very smart people uh, you know, forging ahead, uh, forging this whole industry forward, uh, you just the innovations. And that's why I love it because I, I, I see things getting shaken up and I think it's really interesting. So, so basically there is a lot of hypocrisy going on. I mean, it's great. And people can see through it. People can see through all of it. So what do you think, what do you think this means in the end? Well, Uh, I think what we're seeing is we absolutely are seeing a rise in energy cost across Mm -hmm. the world. Mm -hmm. And what did the, what this is creating for Bitcoin, you know, for crypto miners, Bitcoin specifically is it's actually so expensive for them because of the increase in energy that it sometimes it's cost them more money to, to mine than that money, than that, than that crypto is even worth. Mm -hmm. And so, which is, is, essentially giving giving you know these organizations what they want like creating it making it so expensive to operate because energy costs is so expensive 
so that they actually have to turn their machines off or they're actually losing money by mining. Wow. But what is uh, pretty, uh, like, which it is flexible, is um, the mining is flexible in the sense that they can actually just turn their machines off during any period of high energy prices and then turn them back on once they go back down to what a price that will make them profitable again. So that is good news for miners that they have that, that they have that like control over their, their machines or over their, that they can turn them on and off depending on what's going on with the energy prices around the world to, to make themselves profitable. So that's good. What I think we're going to see more and more of is from, for example, my personal, uh, money coach and mentor, Laurel Langmire, she's known as the millionaire maker. Um, she actually has her own uh, project uh, going on. Um, I, I believe it's out of Nevada. Um, the company's called Mom's Meds. It's a cannabis company. Um, and they have uh, solar powered crypto mining on that property. Wow. And so I really think that that's probably, you know, we're probably going to see a lot more solar hydro wind type of um energy um uh facilitators uh, hooking up to crypto so that crypto can be can be profitable from the start or else if they are if they can if our opposing whoever these opposing uh, powers are who don't want crypto to take over or become mainstream if they can hike up the natural, uh, you know, gas and electricity rates, then that's going to kind of force the hand of our blockchain techies to figure out a way. OK, well, then how can we mine in a way that we're not going to have to be dependent on the the mainstream um electricity sources right so how can we create electricity from the sun the wind water and how can we harness that to mine so that we can still create crypto and that we can be profitable from the very start and i think we are seeing a lot of projects at least i am that say that that being um you know eco-friendly is a part of their their mission statement um that being uh having little um emissions as a part of their whole project is like very important to them and i i agree you know we should not be using energy sources that uh contaminate um our environment and you know what noel we have the technology to not be using the fossil fuel energy it's just again these main systems and these main industries and these main organizations that run the world they're the ones who want us on fossil fuels because everything is our entire banking system is based upon the fossil fuels industry. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I wanted to, I wanted to kind of fade this into something else. That's interesting. Unless you, there's something. No, okay. no go ahead. All right. So basically Coinbase's NFT platform, you know, Coinbase, of course, they they basically are now a lot so they launched an nft platform a lot of people don't even know this yet uh and basically on their new nft platform they're going to be allow they're going to be accepting purchases with credit and debit cards now many people will wonder well so 
the purpose of being on the blockchain, and I, I'm going to keep saying this because it's really important. The purpose of being on the blockchain is getting out of the fiat currency system. That's the purpose. One of the biggest uh, points of all of this is to get away from the traditional big banking structures uh, that are really um, owned by very few people and getting into a decentralized way of doing business, exchanging currency, et cetera. But Coinbase is not a decentralized platform. So a lot of people don't understand this about Coinbase. Now, what I personally use Coinbase for, and, and what I like about it is that it's fast, it's convenient, and it is basically, it's a centralized structure uh, kind of posing in a decentralized marketplace mm. is how I would put it. Um, and you can correct me, Rachel, if I'm saying it wrong, but really it is centralized, meaning you, so they're saying you can pay with a credit card to purchase NFTs. Now, on all these other platforms, you have to use your wallet and you have to use a specific uh, cryptocurrency to purchase NFTs. Coinbase wants to make it uh, NFTs accessible to everybody, which is great. So you can use a credit card. But what that means is when you use a credit card, everything is traceable, trackable, and it is not decentralized. It is centralized because you're using the fiat currency system. And so that's just something I, I think it's important to highlight. So there's a lot of conveniences for being able to purchase an NFT with your uh, um, credit card. And a lot of other platforms are doing, not a lot, but some. I know that Nifty's is one. Nifty's launched the Matrix collection. Yeah. And they you can buy uh, NFTs on Nifty's platform using credit cards, meaning it is not decentralized. So if you can use a credit card to purchase something on the blockchain it or uh, to purchase something, anything, it is no, not a decentralized uh, way of doing business. Now, you can correct me if I'm saying that wrong. Um. Well, I don't, I don't think, I know. I, I think they, that you're right on. I, I think it's a good thing though, because what it's just going to help onboard people into mm -hmm. the NFT space. Yeah. Because it, it, it can be confusing and overwhelming. Like, let's just say most people out there don't yet have a wallet, mm -hmm. don't yet have crypto. So let's say that they want to, they see, you know, maybe they, they saw somebody on social media post an NFT and they're like, oh, that's really cool. I'd like to get a part of that project. I'd love to buy one of those NFTs. Um, they don't, they, they're, they're going to have to go through that whole process, right? Of getting the wallet, getting the crypto, going over, the, going over to where the NFT is listed, hooking up the wallet that that NFT platform uses to the wallet they already have. Um, and that process can become daunting to somebody who is brand new to the space. So what uh, Coinbase is doing with partnering up with MasterCard and allowing for people who've never held crypto to before to buy digital goods 
mm-hmm. with their credit card, I think is just going to help mainstream NFTs, which is only going to be a good thing for the industry. I because agree. what happens is yeah. once you know how to use Coinbase, then you're going to feel a lot more comfortable moving on to the 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 metamasks and the I Genesis agree. and all the you know all the other ones. So um, that's a good point. Th- that's what yeah. I think. What yeah, do you yeah, think? Yeah. And it's a good point. Something else that's interesting in this article is basically Walmart. Okay. Walmart is got is quietly getting into this. And uh not they, so quietly, right? Because we yeah. know in November they put Bitcoin mining uh ATMs in all of their <clears throat> locations. Yeah, but they're not it's it's interesting. I feel like they're just slowly rolling things out, kind of like on the down low a little bit. You have to kind of pay attention. But Walmart, uh, basically, they filed seven applications in uh, just a few days ago, along with several new trademark applications, uh, three of which belong to something called Walmart Connect, which is their existing digital advertising business. So it indicates there's like a big intention for them to manufacture and sell a lot of virtual goods, including electronics, home decor, et cetera. So this so is- I a- wonder yeah. which world are they going to be in? Or are they going to- like Yeah. Which, probably, which meta world? They'll probably create their own world. I mean, I, you know, again, these we're talking like, these are just massive, massive, massive monopolies. These are monopolies. And all these massive monopolies are in on the space, getting in on it, uh, finding their place, uh, their-, their they're definitely uh, not short of cash. So they have the ability to really, again, monopolize in the metaverse. And and it's very important for people to pay attention to that. I'm not trying to be a naysayer in any way. However, it's important for everyone to just become aware of, like, if you don't like the way sis- the systems have taken over here in your reality, you're also not going to like it. Um, in the metaverse space for the most part either. So it's important for us individuals and smaller, you know, people like um, without all that industry power to really become, stay aware of uh, how important it is, it is for us to, to be in this space, uh, be as big as you can be, co- uh, collaborate with as many people as you can, which which really, Rachel, leads us into something, one of our announcements that we can make uh, regarding the two things we did in the last 24 hours. I think now would be a great time to mention it. Yeah. And um, I'm just here, like, you're here, like, inspiring me. Like, this is, this brand new space with blockchain really is an opportunity for someone like you or me or anybody listening to this podcast to get into something at the same time that Walmart is getting mm-hmm. into something. Yeah. So that just blows my mind. Right. And, we're, and, we're, they're not ahead of us. Mm-hmm. They're not ahead of us. We're, we're all kind of coming in at the same time. This is why this is like a new frontier. It's, it's like, it's like a gold rush. It's like, imagine when, when we came, you know, when, when a, people were and it takes, to America and forging their, their place and, and, finding new land that's literally what we're doing but we're all it's all happening digitally at the same time for everybody yeah like people came here and mined gold uh with their physical hands and now we have machines mining gold and our machines are you know take less energy 
than it did physically. And I think that that's the perfect representation of the metaverse. Mm -hmm. Everything in the metaverse is going to take less effort. Why? Because we're leveraging technology to do the same things digitally that already exist physically. Yeah, 100%. So how does this, how does that, how does the metaverse and what's happening digitally um, uh, represent what's already what's already already physical what's that have to do with our announcements noel yeah well the first thing is we are launching we're in the process of launching our first nft collection and project which has multiple utility behind it and our nft collection is the first of our collections is inspired by manifestation uh manifesting your, you know, what you want for your life, because I'm a, I'm a big advocate of mindset and, and manifesting what you want for yourself. And basically our first collection is called Lamborghini reimagined inspired by our mutual Rachel and I, our mutual love of cars, supercars, hypercars, luxury cars, and just basically the design and innovation that goes behind these um, beautiful machines. I've been a car fanatic since I was a little girl and I know Rachel has as well. So Lamborghini Reimagined is our first collection and it's live on OpenSea right now. And we're super excited. There's only going to be 111 NFTs from this collection. Again, there's utility behind all of it. If you go to OpenSea, and look at our collection, Lamborghini Reimagined. Uh, we are slowly uploading all of the NFTs over the next few days. So far, there's 10 that are uploaded. And uh, they are going to go very quickly. Again, there's a, u- amazing utility behind them, including a sponsorship spot for each NFT holder uh, on this podcast. So we're going to start allowing sponsors on our podcast. So that's one of the utilities. And another one is each uh, Lamborghini reimagined is going to a holder is going to receive an actual printed canvas version, which is like, cause it's artwork. And, and, and the way I've designed it is so that you could put these pieces on your wall, imagine a big canvas hanging. So that's, that's really uh, the inspiration. I hope you like it. Let us know what you think. Uh, leave us comments on this podcast, share the podcast on your social media, tag us, uh, Tag us at metamasterminds.io on Instagram or uh, tag us on our personal Instagrams and we will repost you. Also, you can leave obviously a review on this podcast. The other announcement is that we we uh, launched our YouTube channel uh, officially this morning. So basically, our YouTube channel is going to have all our podcast episodes and the YouTube channel is MetaBytes. And uh, you will be able to listen on YouTube to all of our podcasts. But we're already on, of course, Spotify and iTunes and everything else. So those are the two big announcements I wanted to share. I'm over here doing my NFT dance. (laughs) Shimmy. My meta shimmy. Okay. So I'm so freaking excited Mm -hmm. because we have we've published mm-hmm. a, a NFT collection with utility mm-hmm. and now people will 
access our community and access our training. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Yes. Oh my gosh. Our master. We we will be (laughs) and already have now begun to operate outside of the traditional banking system. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. This is huge. Uh-huh. And I think for me personally, I I'm I've been a content creator for years, I've been a coach and teacher for years, I've been monetizing online for years, and what gets me really 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 fired about up about this NFT collection not only is it an, a, an online income stream for you and I Noel, this is creating the experience now that we've launched our own NFT collection that we can now help others yes. launch theirs. Yeah. And Which this is-, is how we have exponential impact on the world yeah. because we are going to be able to show and we can start showing. And so go ahead and grab your NFT now, get plugged into our community because we are going to be teaching everybody in our NFT community to launch their own NFT projects with their own utilities that are going to help people all around the world. And that, my friend, that gets me super freaking fired up. I love you. You're an amazing artist. You guys, you guys have to check out this NFT collection. Noelle designed every single piece herself. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's beautiful. It's amazing. You know what it is? It's that Lamborghini energy, baby. And yeah. it feels and good. The, and the thing is too, is I'm making, I'm, I am personally, uh, creating each one by myself. So these are not computer generated uh, replicas, Uh, like 99% of all NFT collections are computer generated AI images using software to regenerate. And literally uh, coders are basically putting codes in software. Uh, they're, They're coming up with one image And then the computer generates the rest of the images. Well, I'm not doing that. I'm literally creating each image by hand. Uh, So they're one of one. They're legitimately one of one. And there's 11 different cars in the collection. And uh, excuse me, there's 10 different cars in the collection and 11 uh, versions of each one, but they're all done one by one by me. So that's why they're not all completely uploaded yet. The, the, you can get in early now, uh, but I have a feeling, Rachel, they're going to be sold out when we um, do our big announcement in the next several days. But l- let's see. I hope so. Yeah, and this is the this is the fun part on uh, growing the community, and uh, you know that's the beauty of these NFT collections is you know anybody is going to be able to drop their own NFT, and if you're like, well, I don't know how to do that. That's what we're here to do. We're help. We're here to help you drop the NFT. But beyond dropping the NFT and actually getting it up on Open Seas or Looks Rare, wherever you want to put it, beyond that, right? It's the community. It's building the community because otherwise, you just got an NFT up there that nobody's gonna buy. So that's yeah. what we're here to. Not only are we doing it real time in front of your eyes, but we're completely transparent so that you can turn around and replicate and duplicate our entire process. Yeah, I mean, you know, Rachel and I are on the same page, which is why we're very aligned, is that 
look, we're all here to help one another. I feel like, I feel like that's why we're here on earth. You know, that's why we're alive. We're here to help each other. We're here to support one another. So when you learn something and you can pass it on and that helps somebody else and, and you can help somebody else become um, more knowledgeable or successful or whatever it is you're helping somebody with, that's why we're here. So we love helping you so you can now follow our lead and follow these steps in the masterclass that we're going to be la uh, launching shortly. But we want to thank you for being here on this episode with us today, episode number five. Uh, we're we had so we had so much more to get into, but time goes quickly, and we will be back here tomorrow. And uh, thank you for joining us. Just reach out with any questions or comments. And, and Rachel, thank you for all your knowledge. Oh, Noelle, thank you for all your creativity and your inspiration and your motivation and your experience and you're willing to put the work in and mess around. And I mean, just last week you were telling me, oh, I'm, you know, I don't know if I want to create these NFTs. And now you're just like, bam, bam, bam. Each NFT is literally evoking an emotional response from me. You're such a creative and uh, I am honored to uh, be a part of it. And, you know, we want you to be a part of it, too. You're listening to this podcast. There's a reason for it. We're energetically uh, a, a, attracted to each other at some level or you wouldn't be here. So get plugged in. We're, we're literally like Noel said, we are here to help. That's what we find our mission and purpose is here to help one another. And uh, we don't believe in competition. We we only believe in collaboration. So send us a message on social media share the podcast, share our YouTube, um, share our NFT collection. We will always repost you and always appreciate you and join the mastermind um, discord community and uh, join our training, you know, because there's a lot more that we're able to do over there, such as uh, that transparent um, blueprint on how to launch your own NFT collection, how to build your own community um, just for starters. So we love you. We'll be back soon. Bye.